Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And today, I'm in between games of the Myrtle Beach doubleheader. I will fill you in eventually on how that came out, but it won't be during this podcast. Today, I want to look at a broad item and then shrink it down a little bit. A broad item, then shrink it down a little bit. I am a fan in regards to this podcast of three things. Cubs baseball. Language and ideas. Cubs baseball, language and ideas. So if there is an idea that can be languaged out in words and it's about the Chicago Cubs, I should be interested in it and I should be supportive of it, right? Well, yeah, normally. Normally. But there are some ideas. There are some ideas that not all ideas are good. Not all ideas make sense. Not all ideas are logical. (coughs) We will go back to the Cubs... 6-1 6-1 to loss today. Kyle Hendricks pitched well. Pitched well for six innings. Got pinch hit for. <coughs> Came out of the game, and it was Trevor McGill time. Trevor McGill did not pitch well today. It's really hard to argue that Trevor McGill pitched well today. He didn't. It was a, uh, I'll, I'll take a look. I'll take a look. I have my, uh, I have my other computer screen up. Let me see. Oh, please let me scroll down a little bit. Okay, thank you very much. Trevor McGill, zero innings pitched, three hits, three runs, three earned, one walk, no strikeouts, one home run. Not a good day. Not a good day. One of the Twitter comments. Today that I saw more than once, more than one time, from more than one person, DFA Trevor McGill. DFA Trevor McGill. It's an idea, Cubs related, and it's a term, it's a word, it's a phrase, it's a concept. So I should probably be in favor of that. No, really not. Trevor McGill is a developing pitcher. Trevor McGill is a developing pitcher. Trevor McGill is a developing pitcher. Player development is not always linear. Sometimes players get better. Sometimes they then tail off, then come back up, and then go sideways. Maybe Trevor McGill is going to be a player who really doesn't deserve a major league roster spot on in the future. No. That I'm fine with. If someone decides in the offseason, Trevor McGill should not have a 40-man roster spot. I'm good with that assessment. I might even agree with that assessment, particularly if he has another clunker like this. But with a player, it's not... Well, with a player in the Cubs situation right now, it's not about 2021. It's arguably not even about 2022. It's more about on down the line. Will Trevor McGill 
be useful in 2023? If we can answer that question, then we know whether the Cubs should keep Trevor McGill in 2022. But again, that's not even the question we're asking. That's not even the question we're asking. Should Trevor McGill be designated for assignment? Let's just assume we know right now something that we can't possibly know. He will be of no future value ever at all in any major league games for the rest of uh, time, henceforth, and forevermore. Let's assume we know that. We can't know that. It is beyond our ability to know that, but let's just assume that we know that. Trevor McGill will never be of any value to anyone ever in Major League Baseball ever again. Let's just assume we know that. It's rubbish, but let's just you, you, you start somewhere. If the Cubs were to designate Trevor McGill for assignment, who would they replace him with? What, what specific player would they upgrade with? You know, they, they're not going to go out and get um, Max Scherzer on waivers. They're not going to go out and get Noah Syndergaard on waivers, at least not this time of year, not this, not this season. The players that are available on waivers are the players that are available on waivers. Most of the pitchers who can competently pitch are employed somewhere. There isn't really too much of a list of players who the Cubs really ought to pot commit to going out and signing this available player right now. There just aren't. There's the draft. There's international signing. There's the off-season, and there's the waiver wire. Who's on the waiver wire right now? I usually look a couple times a day. I check, look. If the guy isn't familiar, I'll check him out. What's his, you know, how many years of team control would he have? How well has he done recently, et cetera, et cetera. All, all that kind of stuff. There, there's really nothing. David Hess from Toronto, or from Tampa? If you want to say... The Cubs should DFA Trevor McGill and pick up David Hess. Okay, now you have a full thought. Is David Hess the guy that the Cubs should DFA? Finish the thought. Who should... If a team is designating a player for assignment, almost in every case, almost in every case, it's because there's a roster crunch, someone else is being added, and somebody has to go away. Somebody is being added. Somebody has to go away. Back in July, the athletics added. Wow, I even looked this one up. I even looked this one up. But I'm not remembering who it was. The A's added someone. And they say, you know what? We need a roster spot. We need a roster spot. We have to designate someone for assignment. Let's designate Frank Schwindel for assignment. Let's designate Frank Schwindel. I don't think that's going to be a thing. Designate Frank Schwindel, add this other guy to the roster. They have their full their roster full. They designated Schwindel because they needed a guy. They needed a guy. They needed a roster spot. So they designated him. If the Cubs are going to designate Trevor McGill for assignment, who's the guy they would be adding? Who is the roster quality update? 
Who is the improvement? There is nobody. There is nobody. And let's just assume, okay, we're going to make two, two assumptions now. One, Trevor McGill is never going to have a good game in the rest of his life in the major leagues ever, forever. Now, the other thing we're going to assume is somebody is available who is absolutely fantastic and absolutely has to be claimed on waivers right now. Otherwise, the Cubs will just be, be an absolute failure for the next 85,000 years. Fair? Two, two assumptions. McGill will never, ever be any good, which is a garbage assumption, but we're going to assume it anyway. And there's this other guy out there who is available. The Cubs really ought to sign him, claim him on waivers, put in for him, add him, team will be... be, be two assumptions. McGill is always going to be terrible, and there's this other guy. With those two things, designating... Trevor McGill for assignment is still a bad idea. Still a bad idea because Michael Hermosillo is on the 10-day injured list right now. Michael Hermosillo could be bounced to the 60-day injured list with absolutely no repercussions. Move him from the 10 to the 60. Bang! 40-man roster spot created. That guy who's going to be awesome forever, you add him. Boom. Done. Not a problem. Okay, now you have a 40-man roster move you have to make, or the 26-man roster move you have to make. <coughs> Send Trevor McGill to Iowa. Boom. Not, uh, all done. No concern. No worry. Trevor McGill to Iowa. No reason to designate Trevor McGill for assignment. If it gets to a point where you're watching a Cubs game or you're watching a Chicago Bears game or you're watching a Chicago Bulls game or you're watching a team from another city or whatever, you're watching a Man U soccer game and you're really frustrated by something. I'm really frustrated. I'm really frustrated. Frustrated. Okay. Instead of saying the Cubs ought to designate Trevor McGill for assignment. Instead of saying the Cubs ought to designate Trevor McGill for assignment. You should probably say, I'm really frustrated. He's having a bad outing. I'm really frustrated. See how you did that? You said something that was totally completely 100% honest, 100% accurate, and you didn't have a silly idea that makes absolutely no sense. If you're frustrated, say you're frustrated. If you want to say this player should be designated for assignment, fine. Take it all out. Stretch it all out. Who's being activated? Who's being added to the roster? Maybe, 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 maybe you are of the impression that it would be a good idea to call up Brendan Little for the last couple, three, four weeks of the season. Then, then what you say is Cubs ought to designate Trevor McGill for assignment and call up Brendan Little. See? Now, now, now you finished off the idea. Now you finish off the idea. I'd still disagree with you. I'd still say put Michael Hermosillo on the 60. Call up Brendan Little. 
Send Trevor McGill to Iowa. No worries. Everything everything spells out. If you're going to say this guy ought to be designated for assignment, fill out the entire concept. Fill out all the paperwork. Who's the guy you're going to call up? Who's the guy you want to claim on waivers? Who's the guy you want to sign off the street? What's the next step? And if you're just frustrated, say you're frustrated. Either's fine. Totally fine to be frustrated. Especially in this world these days. If you're going through this world these days and you're not frustrated, there might be something wrong with you. Cubs lost 6-1 to one today. But that is not a proper justification for designating Trevor McGill for assignment. He might be nothing on into the future. However, if you are saying the Cubs ought to designate insert player here for assignment, you are on the hook. If you are one of those Oakland A's fans who said the Oakland A's ought to designate Frank Schwindel for assignment because A, nobody's going to claim him, and B, he's always going to be terrible. Probably early July, that would have been a realistic statement. Now, somebody might have said, nobody's going to claim this guy, and even if they do, he's not going to do anything. But if you went on record as saying, Frank Schwindel ought to be designated for assignment because nobody's going to claim him, and he's never going to be any good, you would have been wrong twice, and you would have been, you would have deserved to be ridiculed each and every single time that Schwindel does something for another team that claimed him on waivers because you said he wasn't going to be any good. That's, that's part of the thing with the DFA thing. With the DFA, that is basically pulling the plug. It's basically pulling the plug. DFA him, have him go away, Make him never be around anymore. That's fine for the team if the player is forever bad. And if you're willing to go on record as saying this guy is going to be forever bad, that's fine, that's fair, that's good, that's wonderful. That is very aggressive thinking. But it can also be very wrong. If you say this guy is going to be forever bad, this guy is going to be forever bad if he is good on into the future. Every single day, someone else sees, hey, this guy actually did well. Hey, aren't you the guy who said he's going to be forever bad? You were wrong. You were wrong. You just said that. Should have just sat there pensively and quietly. And maybe said, I'm frustrated. Thanks for stopping by. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. And as I was putting together the um, dive for five standings, Cubs are 10th, Rockies are 9th, and the Twins and the Royals, who are 9th and 8th, play each other this weekend. Somebody's got to lose. Have a great weekend.